Tonight we have a very special fucking guest joining us. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! I'm a big fan. It's a good show. Speaking of fans, let's go to the phones. <sighs> well, I'm gonna go pass the fuck out. <laughs> this sounds good, bro. Well, I mean, like Granddaddy said, if you ain't got enough to gag her, smother the bitch. Oh, what's going to be on there? Gus <laughs> and Brian, you motherfuckers, you're supposed to screen this shit. Fuck this. I'm done. Welcome, everybody, to the Right Witted Wrong. I am your host, Blake Balake Blaken. And my beautiful, sexy, eccentric co-host, Karaja, man of God. How are you doing, my brother? Blessed and uh, highly favored. (laughs) 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 Oh, speaking of highly favored, my friend. So I was over at my parents' house. Kind of (sighs) like, we went went and took a bunch of uh, family pictures. And um, came back. uh, I was like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Kids are playing in the living room. Wife's kind of coming in and out, taking suitcases and clothes and stuff in while we're uh, staying the night at parents. And I'm, I'm taking a nap on the bed. I kind of crack my eyes open. And just, just outside of the ceiling fan, like where the radius of it is, where the blades are spinning, there was this big, probably the size of my hand, uh, spider. And it was... It was black, and it was like crimson orange, like a like a black mixture and of red and orange. Yeah, like a blood, blood orange. So, <laughs> so it really fucking caught me off guard. So like I flipped the light switch on and I went back and looked at it, and of course it was gone. So then I realized like I fuck I I dreamed it. Um. But I have no recollection of the dream before that. Just the half-day stupor. Ooh, yeah, when you're kind of coming out of it and your mind's kind of like trying to figure shit out. Yeah, it's trying to connect everything back together and process everything. And, and so that was the image I held. So, like, that kind of... Uh, me kind of being a little bit of a spiritualist, like, I, I just kind of like, okay, well, what am I supposed to take from that? Right? Uh, yeah. And because I'm, I mean, like, uh, what kind of sign is that? Well, yeah, because like even uh, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to change your rooting and and your roots and your indoctrination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and like one of the stories I grew up with was uh, Joseph, close cloak of many colors, uh, and he was the dreamer, <laughs> right? He could interpret dreams, and it was his gift. So like. I was like, what do I take from this? And I started researching, like, spider things. And, like, spider tidbits. And uh, I, it's like almost the symbology like, and stuff behind spiders. You remember right? how we talked about in a previous episode about creating, like, we would create a conspiracy, but, like, being afraid that it would, like, manifest in a tulpa? <laughs> yeah. Like, th- setting, so, like, we did this episode, I believe it was episode three, it was Spider-Bro. What's the name of it? Oh, and you uh, manifested your spider in your dreams? I don't know. So, this, I, I, I had this, like, creepy s- 
sort of inclination that like maybe I've I've, I've manifested Spider Bro, right? Or yeah. or I've opened a door to something that's been around a lot longer. Because so, uh, one of the things that I started looking into was like these different. Uh, arachnid deities and stuff and like the most the majority of what I ended up pulling up was like the story of arachne right I don't know that one uh, which she was what okay so arachne was a weaver and she uh, she made these beautiful woven textiles right yeah. and they people were arguing that she she was uh, she made such beautiful artistry that it rivaled that of Athena's. And Athena, being, you know, how Greek gods were at the time, they were extremely jealous. Yeah. Uh, and fucking vengeful. So, she, Athena came down, and I believe she tears the tapestry, the, the work that Arachne did, uh -huh. to shreds. And Arachne takes pieces of the woven rope from the fabric... And hangs herself with it. Fuck. Yeah. And Athena pitying this poor mortal having killed herself, she instead turns her into a spider so she can weave her beautiful tapestries for eternity. Huh. And her children will continue. Interesting. Her, so so like, that, was, that was the Greek version of it. And then uh, it, it flew off into uh, this Indian myth on creation where... Uh, a giant spider wove the fabric that was the universe. Yeah. It basically woven Indra's net, right? Uh -huh. And at one time in the future, like a spider will, it will gather the net up and eat it and weave another one. Mm -hmm. um, so is that some sort of like so, mass extinction event that's pending? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the, like, it, it led me down the fucking, like, the spider hole, and I started, like, going through the and spider hole. finding a bunch of stuff. Uh, yeah, spider hole. <laughs> fucking trap <-door> spider hole. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and it, I came to an interesting, I found a creator myth for a, for a spider god. And uh, even more odd for a creation deity, it was a male. And a very notable male spider deity, uh, Nareu, from Kiribati mythology. Oh, interesting. And the tradition, the tradition comes from the Gilbert Islands, which is located south of Hawaii, between North America and Australia. Hmm. Story says that Nareu hung in the Tibo, Tibo Matimaki, the darkness and the cleaving alone, Ooh. is where he, he hung, Right. Uh, which is so fucking metal. Yeah. The darkness in the cleaving. <laughs> so, <laughs> there are multiple versions of the myth. One says he created several other gods from sand and water. Uh, octopus, eel, woman, or another version of himself, but like a mischief maker. Yeah. Naryu, the elder, instructed the younger version of himself to kill and use his older body to create the earth. Interesting. And upon doing so, the younger made the sky and the moon <clears throat> from his eyes, took his brain and scattered it across the sky to make the stars. Ooh. 
the islands were made from his flesh. That's fucking metal. Trees from his bones. And the other gods he created were charged with making men to walk the new earth. Yeah. Uh, the younger version was also a spider. And they wove the fates and obstacles for the men of earth. These obstacles tested the will and the intelligence of men. And their intentions was always for men to find solutions and overcome. Thus, becoming gods themselves. So, yeah, it was pretty fucking cool. I thought it was worth noting. It's freaking metal. uh, Out of all the others. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, And I thought I should also note in some tidbits, some spiders in history. uh, Believe it or not, in... Uh, the King David and the Prophet Muhammad, who I'm about, I just pissed off a lot of people muttering them in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. And St. Felix of Nola and other victims uh, were saved by spiders, uh, supposedly spinning webs over the entrance to a cave that they were hiding in. Interesting. And the, when, the, when the pursuers came by, they looked at the undisturbed spider webs and they said, well, no one's been down here. Yeah. And so they went on looking. Huh. Um, and then, uh, the other noted, uh, spider history story is the fortunes of Robert Bruce were at low ebb and belay, discouraged, grazing at the cobwebs on the rafters, a spider, after vainly trying 12 times to swing itself by its thread from one beam to another, succeeded on the 13th attempt. The thirteenth time, shouted Bruce. I accept it as a lesson not to despond under difficulties and shall once more venture my life in struggle for the independence of my country. And he fucking won. He went back to war. He was known as Robert Bruce was also known as uh, Robert the Bruce, King of Scots. What? And, uh... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, he, the country was at war. The Scots and England were at war. Uh, okay. And they, the Scots were trying to defend against the England invaders. How did this tie into spiders? Because he was watching, he was in a bar, mm-hmm. and he was watching a spider fucking dangle from a rafter beam. And it was just swinging from one rafter beam to another. Back and forth. And it missed. It missed that second rafter beam yeah. 12 times. It missed trying to get to the other side. And on the 13th time, it made it. And then he jumped up out of his chair, probably drunk, fucking hammered. Yeah. It screamed at the top of his lungs the 13th time. And then he had this, this speech about... Gotcha. That makes sense. I guess <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I guess I missed that or something. I was confused. That's incredible. And then he won. So <laughs> hell yeah! Thank you, Spider Man. You are fucking what? Spiders, people. Spiders. Fucking spiders. Spiders. I believe that was it for my spider stories. Okay. Well, um, I think <clears throat> I really enjoyed your spider dream. So thank you. Oh, wait, uh, one more, one, one more, one more thing. I guess <laughs> this one being the more notable story, uh, and I've never heard this one, is that spiders in the temple of Ceres Thesmophoros, Thesmophoros 
wove white webs when the Theban army was to be victorious. Mm -hmm. But black ones signifying defeat when Alexander made his attack. What? How? <laughs> yeah, just, I don't know. I don't know. That's cool, though. Fact, fact check that, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Fake book. Fake I've book. I've seen the graffiti. Hashtag fake book. That's wild. Speaking of Facebook, we got some hate mail again. Uh-oh. Not like hate mail, but just like um, somebody was very displeased by how vulgar our last episode was and asked us to please refrain from that type of speech. Uh, because they do enjoy us, but they hate how we are um, gross. And what was the word? Um, oh, shit. I can't think of the word. Vulgar. We are vulgar. <laughs> vulgar! Well, that was a very dirt, dirty, dirty, <laughs> dirty love poem I wrote there for you, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> but in order to make it a little bit cleaner, I got a better quote. And... Um, I guess we can segue into quote of the day. Oh, before we do that, though, if you want to um, complain on us and say we're vulgar assholes, we now have an email for you to write us at. Ooh, nice plug, Garija. Yes. So it is. Go for it. Do wrong, right? Junk mail again. Oh, 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 I got fucked. Uh, do, <laughs> do wrong, right? Junkmail at gmail.com. Yes, do wrong right. Junkmail at gmail.com. There's no spaces, no dots, no nothing. It's all one run on word phrase, I guess. One run on run. Blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but quote of the day, do you have one for me? Now, mine comes with a bit of a backstory. So I'm going to give you the backstory first, okay. and I was going to let you kind of read it. Prepare thyself. Am I reading the backstory? Yeah, you're, you're going to read the backstory aloud, and then I'm going to drop the quote for you. Oh, so I'm reading it Okay, my bad. I was just... Okay. Got to give people context. Yeah, so the context is this person admitted to killing over 21 people and sodomizing over 1,000 boys and men. One of most, one of his most beautiful... Beautiful... Jesus, fuck. Oh, my God! You're so <laughs> fucked in the head. <laughs> one of his most brutal murders occurred in the 1920s when he hired six men to work on a boat with him in Angola. And shortly after, he shot them dead and fed them to the crocodiles. Didn't that happen in uh, that Assassin's Creed game in Egypt or something like that? Yes. In his autobiography, he wrote, For all these things, I'm not the least bit sorry, Carl Panzram. <laughs> so fucking demented. <laughs> Truly. Jesus. You know, it's not, it's not good, but it's not <laughs> vulgar like the last one. And uh, in the no, well, yeah, yeah. in the spirit of uh, purity and the opposite of vulgarity, I gave you the. Oops, I fucked up. <laughs> I give you, I present you, the clean version of. Oh my Jesus! Fuck. Did you see that? I can't just copy the text by itself. <laughs> I didn't see what you did. All I, all I seen was like I got you the clean version of "Oh my Jesus, fuck!" And I was like, "What kind of pornography did you purchase?" So I'm sorry that it's giving me, the format is kind of shitty, but these are the um, lyrics to the clean version of "W A P Wet Ass Pussy." 
What? <laughs> what? I said, these are the clean lyrics to wet ass pussy. And uh, all I hear is, I want to wait for a love to be over. Yeah. This is just a small snippet. I'm not going to make you read a whole novel like last time. Okay. But the format sucks. Sorry. Oh. Oh. How do I? Okay. Well, because you know they said it's too vulgar, and this was this is clean. This is a clean version. This is acceptable for the public radio. Oh, this is this is acceptable and sanctified by the radio entertainment industry. Yes, you, th- you say. Yes. Um, bring a bucket and a mop for this wet and gushy. Give me everything you got for this wet and gushy. Perfect. So, is that the wap? Yes. <laughs> gushy what a strange word that i feel the same way about gushy as i do about the word moist yeah i feel like wet and gushy is more graphically sexual than wet ass pussy <laughs> yeah you know like because yeah. it just it, it, it like inspires this vision of just like this gushy pussy you know what i mean like I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, that was a questionable choice. Wet ass possum. Yes. <laughs> Beat it up, baby. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this cookie right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to ride. Do a kegel. I'm kind of wild. Look at my mouth. Look at my thighs. This water is wet. Come take a dive. <laughs> Tie me up like I'm surprised. Let's role play. I'll wear a disguise. I want you to park that big Mac truck right in this little garage, Daddy. I always just think about our uh, old like middle school social studies teacher, high school. Or I guess he's high school history teacher, Mr. Mr. Mac. He was Big Mac. Big Mac and Jack. <laughs> I just remember, like, he had these giant swollen hands because he had carpal tunnel real bad, and he couldn't use them, so he would just kind of flop them around like these big hulking sausages. And then one day he got surgery, and it was like nothing was wrong. Whoa! Do you remember that at all? Or is that medicine. just like a really weird uh, memory that I have? I don't remember that. I just—they were so goddamn swollen. And, like, he would open his books by just, like, flopping the meat around. Oh. <laughs> and I was always a paranoid. I was like, that's going to be me because I play video games too much. Yes. Mm-hmm. And guitar. Yeah. Make me dream and make us dream. Out in public, make us scene. I don't cook, I don't clean, but I'll tell you how I got this ring. I, I, so, <laughs> what? <laughs> but, yeah, okay, I know, yeah. Yep. Uh, in in um in the song, there's like a background voice that's on a loop, or whatever. It goes, there's some whores in this house, and uh, there's like a, a TikTok that someone made of their kid asking, "How come they don't fix the holes in the house?" And she's like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> there's some holes in this house. Why don't they fix the holes in the house?" Oh, I've never seen that. Holy crap! I I really hate TikTok. I feel like it's 
unfunny. Like a lot of the stuff that's made on there is just not very good. Or maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. It just doesn't seem funny most of the time. And a lot uh, of it's like so staged. Compared to Vine, Vine was fucking hilarious. It was a little bit more absurdist, but God, it was good. There was some good fucking Vine. Yeah. There, I mean... There definitely was, but I'm sure there was. Same, I'm sure there's a lot of shit ones too. We're just probably looking out with the rose-colored glasses. Speaking of rose-colored glasses, uh, that's not even the right phrase. What is it? Rose-tinted shades? I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't even. I tried to segue that. There's no segueing here. There's no. There's segue. no segueing at all. Um, so I, I. This isn't even really an article that I thought was really worth talking about because it's cool it's really fucking cool like the statue what the fuck is your problem what i meant was like it wasn't something i this is everything to talk this is what's been wrong with art (sighs) years what i'm trying to say man takes his big fat dick and rubs it all over the stories that are passed down to us yeah. Or did you not read the same article I did? I mean, we did. And and honestly, like, what I meant by that is I didn't, I don't know, it's, I had intended to speak on it, but then I got into someone well, with... I a, have I two got daughters, it. you sexist <laughs> bitch. I got into an argument with somebody on Facebook about it today, and so I'm like, you know what, this is a good article. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, but I mean, by now everyone's heard about the statue of Medusa. I'll just read you this. This is someone else, someone from the Facebooks kind of paraphrased all this information here, and I'm going to just read it that way. Uh, it's just easier. So Medusa was seduced by, seduced is in quotation marks, pretty sure it was like a rape, by Poseidon, cursed by Athena, hunted by men, and finally beheaded by Perseus. Some interpretations say that Medusa was raped by Poseidon, and her story was buried under the patriarchal values of the Western world. This statue reclaims Medusa's power. Uh, what if she was actually the victim who was uh, villainized throughout history? The statue depicts beauty and strength of a woman van- uh, vanquishing her predator. And it'll stand right across the street from the courthouse where Harvey Weinstein was convicted. Um, and the artist was Luciano Garbalti. Garbalti? And uh, it's freaking cool. I mean, it's, you know giant medusa with Percy's head um but there's a lot of backlash on it which i think is really interesting because it's not you know not for the, the reasons that you would assume it's guys like literally men are saying whoa they're revising history now they're changing the myths and lores but like that happens every fucking day whenever they have a new god of war game or whenever they have a new percy jackson or whenever they have yeah, you know what i mean right so how is it right. any different whenever you give a woman a, in a, in a powerful role? You know what I mean? Like an empowering situation. And then it's like, oh, that's not right. And I, and I can understand that argument too, yeah. Because there's no... and Well, and right there, even in the article, they talk about how there there were versions of the story where Medusa was raped. And uh, it it's kind of left up into interpretation and they talk about how like you have to remember that Athena was born of Zeus's skull. Yeah. So that means she knows how men think. And when Athena quote unquote cursed Medusa, it actually was a blessing that used men, man's gaze against them. Yeah. Meaning 
a man's gaze when he stared at Medusa's face, it would turn him to stone. So it was actually men's, it, it played on man's weakness. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, it's interesting. I, I didn't think, uh, I thought it was empowering. It is. I mean, that's the whole point of it. It is. It's empowering. But what's interesting, though, if you read the comments, there's 24,000 comments, and you can just scroll down, and you see people who are, like, impressed by it, you know, generally women, and then you see men who are like, well, they're changing history. They're revising history. Oh, why are they changing stories? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like, you're just being a fucking hypocrite. It's art. Like, it's literally art. And you're talking about probably fake lore stories. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how many? Okay, seriously, uh, bruh, Chad, uh, the male equivalent yeah. of Karen, uh, like, wh- what? I I don't even know where to begin. I tell you what, where I will begin. How many times have you fucking jerked off to Rule Thirty Four, my friend? <laughs> that is not the argument Listen, I thought you were going to make. There, there's a few select group of people that know what I meant. I was just like, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> and if you, if you're a guy, and you fappity whap <laughs> to Rule Thirty Four comics, then you have no right to fucking bitch about this Medusa statue. Change my mind. Like that is an argument. <laughs> But not the one I thought you were going to make. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that we see eye to eye, even if it is eye to wiener. <laughs> it's eye to eye, all right. But this, I mean, this kind of thing, like, I never intended to go on, like, a feminist rant here, but I'm, I'm going to back Cardi B until the end of the fucking earth. Um, so Cardi B came under fire because it came out that whenever she was a stripper, like, way back in the day, she robbed guys. She lured them to hotels under the guise that she was going to fuck them and drugged them and robbed them. Sometimes tricked them into having, um, into receiving oral from somebody who was not her. <laughs> so, you know, that's really fucking bad. That's terrible. But at the same would, time, well, that's, that's, <clears throat> I mean, but at the same time, we glorify male rappers who sell drugs, who murder people, who commit all these fucking crimes. Why is it different for them? Why are they glorified? And she's some evil villain. I mean, look at fucking 50 Cent. He was shot. God knows how many times that he's a hero for it. Uh, Snoop Dogg used to sell drugs. You know what I mean? Like, Red Rum was the case that they gave me. Yeah, the the whole um, freaking (laughs) gangster rap scene was, you know, based off idolizing criminals. Like, and she had to do what she had to do back in the day. You know what I mean? Not saying it was right, but she doesn't do it anymore. You know what I mean? So I just don't see, there's just like a double standard. Right. But I still think she should be held. If you date rape anyone for any reason, you should be held accountable. Sure. And, you know, maybe God will judge her one day or whatever. You know what I mean? Sure. Fine. And, you know, if there's a statute of limitations and there's evidence and stuff, arrest her. I don't care. That's fine. But just as a society, like, they're like, well, they, people think that she's so fucking bad. What about the rappers that the male rappers, you know what I mean? It's just a double standard. It's dumb. Yeah. It's, it, there is a clear, very clear double yeah. standard. And, you know, seems pretty cool. <laughs> God. I don't know. Um, like you can't, I'm not trying to defend her crimes by no means because they're clearly wrong morally and legally, but it's just, 
as a society, we're just fucking hypocrites. Head to toe. Yeah, fuck that shit, I'm out. Uh, well, do we want to, um, if we're talking about, I guess, society and our, um, you know, just philosophical issues with our society, do we want to go to the Ask Reddit thing? Sure, yeah. I don't even know what this is. This you... is, um, I get bored and, um, I have a handful of, like, dumb subreddits that I like to read. One of them is Too Afraid to Ask, and it's just, like, things that, you know, you're too afraid to ask. And normally, and so you can kind of ask on anonymously, anonymous, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> you can ask without people knowing who you are. Stuff that's like stupid, I guess. And okay. when I saw that, it was actually kind of interesting. Like, uh, like, can a girl get pregnant from swallowing? Oh, you know what? I'm really. <laughs> Every time I see that individual, I don't want to name Facebook. her. I don't want to name her. <laughs> But, you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> she did so well with her life. I'm so happy for her. Like she seems. She did great happy. with yeah, her life. So I'm happy, happy for her too. Um, but back in, I think it was like the tenth grade, maybe. We were in class hanging out, and she turns to you know Blake and I. And she's like, "I've got a question. Can you like? <laughs> can you get pregnant from giving head?" And of course, Blake and I were like, "Oh yeah, definitely. It's like the the, the easiest way to get pregnant. It's the number one cause of yeah, teen pregnancy in Oklahoma." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of feel bad about it, but goddamn, it was funny at the time. <laughs> hey, saved her high school career. Honestly, I mean, she was on the straight and narrow from there on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but truly, though, like. I um I still see like you know she pops up and stuff and I'm like oh my god I'm so happy she's doing well because like you can't say that about a lot of people that we graduated with. You really can't. Yeah, there's. Uh, and not even just financially, she, she, she just, just genuinely seems happy. Doing good, yeah. man. <laughs> uh, seeing the world and fucking kicking ass. But um, speaking of happiness, the question that someone posed, and I kind of thought it was interesting because I feel like everyone's going to have a different take on this. The question is: Is it normal? To be really sad on your birthday. Because I genuinely, uh, or generally, I generally am fairly sad on my birthday. You know what I mean? It's not because I'm like, ooh, I'm all sad. It's just, I don't know, it's just a weird fucking feeling. How do you do on your birthday? Man, when I was younger, I would count down the days until I had a full revolution around the sun. Me too. And then it seemed like when I... When I honestly hit 25, I, I realized, like, I had had five ticks of five. And I realized, at the most, I might only have 75 more of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm being fucking gracious. <laughs> like, I'm a fat motherfucker. I've been yeah. running her hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of running her hard, I had, had a fucking doctor's appointment today. And he's like, well, you know, your cholesterol's a little high. And I was like, fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, like, here's what's sad. Like, I'm... Dude, I weighed this morning. Trace, Trace 100. Trace, you want that on the radio? Trace You're putting 100. that on the radio waves? Oh. Oh, it's so big. I... I fucking... A whale is what I felt like when I got off that scale. Uh -huh. So, I... I did my cardio. I've been doing this thing where I try to do like 
20 to 30 minutes of cardio every day during the week. Don't say that. You, the truth is cardio. you're just masturbating really hard, really vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> get my heart rate up. Gotta get it up. <laughs> Anything counts. <laughs> 15 minutes. Just 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, I didn't last five. I didn't last five. But no, like I did, I did start doing like some cardio and stuff. And it's, it's, I, I tell you what, man, I actually, it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's the worst thing in the I world. Did, I don't know why anyone would do that shit to themselves. I'm asthmatic. I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm breathing hard. <laughs> fucking, uh, uh, like it's, it's not a good time. Yeah. So, oh, I had a, I had a point. The point is cardio fucking sucks, bro. <laughs> cardio does fucking suck. Uh, but, okay, so... But I, I, I did my blood work. Yeah. Okay, I went to the doctor, did my blood work, and fucking came back, and, you know, I was like, I'm just not feeling good, you know, my sides hurt, my lungs and everything. And he told me, you know, checked, we were checking for heart issues. He was checking my heart enzymes, making sure I didn't have, like, a mini... Mini stroke or fucking mini heart attack episode. Um, and blood results come back. And he says, uh, huh, you know, uh, oh, and he was a little, little fucking disturbed. Like he was agitated. And I was like, what's wrong, bud? And he said, uh, your, your blood works better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's like fucking, fucking two ten, great shape, athletic, slightly graying hair, and my cholesterol's fucking baseline. Got some good like, genes. Just got some, got some great fucking genes. But that's the, I'm, 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 I'm burning that fuse, baby. I'm burning it hard, and and like so, I gotta, I gotta get myself in fucking check. Uh, I can, I can actually feel. I can feel sugar comas coming on now. Uh-oh. It's like that Trump thing oh, where uh, yeah. you have so many breaths in your life, so why exercise and waste them? <laughs> <laughs> but back to the question about the birthday, I generally feel like whether or not you are normally sad or not on your birthday, everyone is going to be sad on their birthday from that here on. Whether it's, you know, maybe temporarily... Yeah, but I'm, you know, everyone is just experiencing their birthday during the pandemic, during the lockdown. Like the best, the best thing, the best, the best that explains it to me is a song by Gemini Syndrome, uh, one of the most metal fucking bands of all time. Never heard of them. Uh, a, because their lead singer is a true to the core fucking albino, pale white, white dreadlocks. He shaved his head recently. <laughs> but he uh, he sings this song, and it says, I used to beg the angels to carry me away, but now as time slips through my fingers, I'm begging them to stay. And like that, that's probably the best representation, is like you're, you're trying to hold sand when it comes to your birthday. Every birthday is just a reminder of how you're trying to hold on to sand. It's true. <clears throat> that is very true. Tracks. That dude is a very interesting uh, looking character. Oh, they're fucking great, I just man. Did a, uh, Google, Google, a Google Google. You're never gonna... What is, what is that? Uh, never that gonna one? give you up. No, no, no. Can't take it with you. You're only gonna leave it behind. 
Oh, uh, uh, from the show. No, it's another one of their songs, Gemini Syndrome. It's Sorry Not Sorry. Oh, I thought... You can't take it with you. Uh, you're only going to leave it behind. Uh, everybody's always chasing the dragon. Ooh, speaking of chasing the dragon, have you listened to Jason the Dragon by Weed Eater? No. It's a goddamn bop. Ooh, I'll check that it's out. It's a classic at this point. It's fucking good, though. But yet, yes, it is normal to be really sad on your birthday. Yeah, I had a good birthday though. This last year, um, the day of my birthday was very normal. It was just a normal day, but the weekend. That's four twenty. I know your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's damn near close though. Uh, but we went and we dug for crystals, and I got to get some magic rocks out of the ground on my birthday, or well, before my birthday. Oh, so dope. that was kind of fun. I was like, you know, because it's the quarantine. It was the first like we were really. It was in April, so there was actually lockdown and stuff. Couldn't do a lot. Went and dug some goddamn rocks. And I got a big bucket full of rocks now. Magic crystals from the earth. I don't necessarily believe in magic crystals from the earth, but I do believe in the placebo effect. And if you believe, it believes. Uh, the crazy part about crystals is there's like crystals store memory. Like uh, it's actually one of the uh, theories at the place that I work. Uh, one of the one of the individuals there, very notable PhD and researcher. Yeah. He uh, tried to store data onto Sapphire. Interesting. Did it work? It was a very fucking interesting process. Um, but uh, that's all I'm allowed to talk about it. <laughs> oh, okay. But it was a very, it was a very interesting uh, concept, and uh, it, it it softly alludes to the people in a way that argue that crystals retain memory. Yeah. Like the Earth's memories. Interesting. Um, you gotta charge them in the moonlight and piss on them for extra luck. You charge crystals in the sunlight, you dumb dumb. Oh, you charge... Well, okay, you gotta collect your rainwater, leave it out in the moon, and a full moon will charge up your rainwater, and then you bless your crystals with your... I don't know. <laughs> I just know that my ex used to always have moldy things of water lying around. <laughs> Speaking of molting, I know I said moldy. I said moldy, but I'm going to pretend that I said molting. And we're going to talk about the Lobster King. There is a new religion on Facebook. There is a Facebook group I joined. Um, and it, it grew so fucking fast. It was like two or 3,000 members um, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I joined it, and it now has 53,000 Oh, yes. my gosh. It is a group that says, uh, the title is Plans to Create and Worship Our Leviathan Lobster God. <laughs> Lobsters do not stop growing and do not die of old age. They die when they become too large to properly molt. We are going to take a lobster, help it molted shell over several generations, and create a Leviathan God. Oh, no. Here, we will plan our God's birth and rise to divinity. So, <laughs> then, this is true. I don't know. I'm, obviously. Grab people. Grab people. Oh, my God. Holy shit. So, um, but it's true. Like, lobsters are um, technically sort of immortal. They do not age, and they could potentially grow indefinitely 
the thing is they have a horrible immune system and so when they part wow. when they fail to molt they can become infected and die yeah so that's the deal is like they could be god knows how old but they die because they have a bad immune system oh that's crazy it's not technically like like There could be a fucking community of lobsters doing this down at the bottom of the ocean. One hundred percent, completely possible. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah, because we don't know what's down there, and it could quite possibly be a giant fucking lobster. Ugh. But isn't it the deal with? Isn't it where there's so much pressure? If it were to rise up, it would actually die because of the the way it would change their body and stuff. Because I've, I've always heard that if there is something down there that can survive that air pressure, or that, that pressure from the, you know, the water, if it rose up, it would die. Depends on how big it is, man. Like, I mean, if you're fucking... If you're fucking 1,800 foot... <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, long... And fucking 800 foot tall, pressure doesn't... It, it distributes more evenly across your body. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So. It may not, it may not <laughs> squeeze as hard. And you've got a fucking kite in the shell as thick as fucking steel. Like, you fucking, you got to remember, man. This thing's, it's a fucking, it's the Leviathan. Yeah. It's, it's fucking Job, baby. Um, There's only three rules in this group. There's only three yes. rules, okay. Uh, Seriously, guys, don't be racist. Number two. No hate speech or bullying. And number three, no eating at Red Lobster. They must be purged. They <laughs> must be purged. <laughs> and uh, what's actually interesting is um, this has done some good because they have a, a side note here. It says, his acolytes are at risk and must be protected. Any creature with magic blood is obviously descended from the gods. And they have a link to horseshoe crab conservation. With, they, the, with the magic blue blood. Yeah, because uh, horseshoe crabs are endangered. I don't know. I think it's, I mean, it's dumb as fuck, but the fact that it's just, it's just an interesting concept. Like lobsters are really Oh, cool. it's gold. They're cool. You know what I mean? It's fucking, like, it's gold. So, uh, one of the other things that happened, CBD has been found in a recent study. To reduce the effects of the cytokine storm that damages lungs and kills many patients. Cytokine storm. Uh, That's such a metal thing. Enabling. Yeah, it really is. Enabling an increase in levels of natural peptide called aplin, or aplin, which is known to reduce inflammation and whose levels are dramatically reduced in the face of this storm. Uh, Dental College of Georgia mm, and <laughs> Medical College of Georgia. Researchers reported this summer CBD ability to improve oxygen levels and reduce inflammation, as well as lung damage in their laboratory model of a deadly adult respiratory distress syndrome, or ARDS. ARDS? A-R-D-S. ARDS. Hmm. Uh, but they've now shown that the aplin levels go way down with the viral infection, uh, which has killed a million people worldwide, and that CBD quickly helps normalize those levels along with regular lung function. What is the uh, source on this? Uh, I, um, a very rep. Uh, okay, the Medical College of Georgia and the Dental College of Georgia. 
and the <laughs> Journal of Cellular Molecular Medicine. I like that the dental college got in on this. Like, yeah, let's smoke some pot and study, oh, bro. Fuck yeah, they did. <laughs> fuck yeah, we got in on this. We fucking helped, damn it. Like, like Ireland and the fucking space exploration. <laughs> <laughs> fucking we helped. <sighs> oh, shit. I made a uh, petition on change.org. got 100,000 signatures for my band to uh, cover wet-ass pussy. But I can't convince the guys to do it with me. What? Yeah. Unacceptable. And in all fairness, like, the beat on that song is god-awful. There's almost nothing to cover as far as, like, music-wise. I mean, we've got, like, five listeners. I tell you what, guys. You you five people go sign that petition yes. for him. The band's Green Giant. Grass giant. Grass giant. Green giant. Yup. Grass giant. Uh, Even my mom calls it green giant. Oh, it hurts. (laughs) It's fine. I think it's funny. It's fine. I just die inside a little every time. It's still accurate. (laughs) (laughs) A man suspended himself at the top of Trump Tower in Chicago. Reportedly threatening to jump if he doesn't get to meet the U.S. President Donald J. Trump. The man, who is said to be in his 20s, used a harness to climb up the 16-floor building and was spotted around 5.30 p.m. local time, still dangling several hours later on Saturday evening. Uh, Authorities tried to convince him to come down. They shut down several different streets to the building and leaving the building. Uh, according to Chicago Sun-Times, the man said he wants to speak to the president and has threatened to cut the rope he is hanging from if his wish is not fulfilled. I am protesting, the man was quoted saying. Uh, videos of himself being lime-streamed lime lime on Facebook have been filmed by crowds below. What was he protesting? Uh, the man hasn't specified any demands at the time. That he was hanging on the building. Just that uh, he wanted to meet with the president. Uh, He later released in a video live stream that he wanted to talk to the president about the end of the world. Or not the end of the world, but uh, the president's actions and how he could potentially be causing the end of everything. Well, duh. You you don't think the president doesn't know that? He knows it. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> so that happened on Saturday. Uh, he hung for more than over thirteen hours. Fuck on yeah, the building. good for him, man. I hope that he gets the help that he needs because that's. Uh, I I do too. He was safely uh, safely talked about down by Chicago police. God, that's that's just um, some kind of crisis, man. That's some kind of crisis. Uh, it definitely is. I, he was fucking distraught. Yep. He just wants someone to listen. And yep. he's afraid that no one's listening. And this was a way to get someone to listen. Yeah. And people did. I mean, maybe, maybe the president notices. If you're feeling alone and you don't feel like you have anyone to talk to, go on Twitch and watch like a live streamer that has nobody watching them and talk to them because they will be happy to have someone talking to you. You know? Oh fuck yeah, yeah, they will. You can build a little community, have friends. And you don't I mean, you don't have to necessarily tell them your troubles, but just if you're feeling alone, go make friends with them just on the internet. Just being a number in their stream count makes their week. Honestly. And if you're afraid to say anything, you can just 
or if you don't like the reaction that you get from saying hi, just bounce. There's a thousand, no, no, no. There's probably a hundred thousand other streamers in their same position wanting anyone to talk to. And we're there. We're one of them. Every Thursday, we release a new podcast. That <laughs> you know, technically, we're not that different. We're not that different from them. But I am incredibly unorganized and unreliable. So do not reach out to me if you need help, because I would love to help you. But I am also going through a crisis twenty four seven. Every day and of my life. He, he knows, Blake knows how hard it is for me to actually sit down and record because I'm just so fucking unorganized with my life. Oh, it's it's hard. And I, I get it. <laughs> I, I, I know it's difficult. Uh, unorganized. <laughs> what were you going to say? Uh, oh, I'm not I'm just What's it? Bebopping? What's it called? Scatting. scatting. I'm just scatting. I'm riffing. <laughs> I'm the scatting man. Whatever that is. Oh, Lord. Whatever that song goes. Eddie the famous horny otter dies at 20. Wow, I do not like how I said the word horny. Oh, horny otter. <laughs> horny. Are otters the ones that He's, are like uh, really it is with. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's with heavy hearts we announced the passing of Eddie the otter who went viral for dunking balls and jerking off. Oh no. Yeah, apparently I think it's otters. I might double check, but there is some sort of um wet mammal. Ducks are rapists for sure. Wet mammal that is really cute that in the wild are brutal. They like rape and murder for fun. Aquatic ape. His hoop skills earned him worldwide fame throughout his golden years, but age finally caught up to Eddie at the Oregon Zoo. At nearly 21, Eddie was con Eddie was considered one of the oldest and most talented sea otters on the planet. Humanely euthanized Thursday morning due to age-related decline in health, Eddie is remembered for delighting zoo visitors with two sensational acts, slam dunking and auto fellatiating. <laughs> that, that poor little guy, R.I.P. I hope he got many nuts busted. Uh, Corey, if you could go to... I've got a link for you here at the bottom under... Note number five. Okay. Before I do that, I'm going to read you this um, unrealfacts.com, which was fact-checked by Snopes. And there are many other articles here. Uh, but the snippet says, uh, sea otters rape and drown baby seals. Um, sea otters are actually known to rape and drown defenseless baby seals. On numerous occasions, they have been observed approaching baby seals, biting them, and dragging them out to sea and raping them. The rape can last for hours and usually usually results in drowning the baby seal, but they don't stop when the seal is dead. Oh my, why are fucking otters so fucked up? Yeah, they're cute though. Orphaned as a pump, Eddie was rescued in 1998, taken into rehabilitation at the Monterey Bay Aquarium. So he was captured and in prison. Uh, they must have they must have caught him in the wild after a very nasty particular seal raping. When the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services deemed him non-reasonable, non-releasable, he found a permanent home in the Oregon Zoo in the year 2000. But he didn't reach fame until later in life when a video of him playing basketball to ease his arthritic elbows went viral. To ease his arthritic elbows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's loud. God, that's really loud. Oh, is he just jerking it? Oh, he's not. Oh no! He's like. I thought it was gonna be him. I thought it was gonna be him playing baseball. 
Oh, 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 you wish oh, it was. The caption is. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting it fucking good, too, homie. Like a pro. <laughs> the puns in here are amazing. Otter eroticism at its finest. Instead of auto eroticism. <laughs> R.I.P. Eddie. Now he's checking it in Otter Heaven. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus. I miss the Harambe days. All right. Life is simpler. Poor Harambe. R.I.P. Harambe. What about the naked teen covered in ranch dressing crashes at Kansas gas station? Oh my <laughs> god, I did see that. Man, you know, honestly, we were always just like one step away from that shit as a kid. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, dude, he probably fucking worked at Simple Simons. He just carried probably. a fucking big old tub of ranch home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very confusing article, because the way it reads, I couldn't tell if he was covered in ranch first or after, because um, I'm pretty sure that he showed up at the gas station covered in ranch caused a mess stole a car and crashed it leaving but the headline makes it sound like he was driving covered in ranch and crashed it but the article kind of <laughs> reads as though he stole a car <laughs> so either way it's just a confusing situation and thankfully for him he was only 17 so he gets an anonymity anonymity i can never say that fucking word does he have to become a sex offender, though, if he was butt-ass naked? Yeah, it's indecent exposure. He'll probably get away with it. He would have younger. to register on the list. It was a small town, like, north of Topeka, so maybe he'll get away with it. Probably doing some LSD, or not LSD, but um, some PCP or something. Got hot, tried to cool down with ranch. <laughs> He's cool ranch. <laughs> I'm a cool ranch. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to work, but it just made me all spotty. Now I'm horny. <laughs> Okay, well, um, <laughs> with that said, thank you so much for listening, and we appreciate your support and your love and your admiration. And uh, if you want to contact us, contact us on social media or at the right. Oh my God, I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> at the right way to do wrong. Yes, and then uh, we, you know, like I said, we have our listener email: do wrong right at. Oh my god, I can't even do that fucking thing right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do wrong right junkmail at gmail.com. No spaces, no dots, just do wrong right junk mail. Easy peasy, baby. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you, and good night, motherfuckers. <laughs>